Blog Talk Radio. Black Hole Radio presents Messiah Lifestyle with our host, Captain Planet. Of middle class betrayal, the art of middle class betrayal, episode nine, episode nine. I'm back. I'm not back. I'm better. Brother Forrest, are we all ready to go? Yes. Proceed, okay. sir. No problem. The Art of Middle Class Betrayal, Episode 9. That's the title of Episode 9. I'm not back. I'm better. My name is Captain Planet because you can't live on a planet without a plan. The name of this show is called Messiah Lifestyle. Life is what God gives you. Style is how you live it. In our lifetime, they taught us to be like Mike Jordan, Jackson, and Tyson. And why be like them when you could be like their Messiah? Again, I'm not back, I'm better. The reason why I say I'm better is there's no other place that is better for you right now. Because if you're a blue-collar worker, a nine-to-fiver, as my uncle would say, I'm the only one out here with a well-documented system to achieve a million dollars in investment. I promise you I started with $73. That is for sure within your reach if you have a nine-to-five job consistently, if you work for city, state, or government. This is episode nine. However, this is the 10th biweekly period. A couple episodes back, we missed a week, um, but we moving forward. Um, once again, the title is called The Art of Middle-Class Betrayal. As my mother would question, so you're the only one, son, with the plan? Yes, Mommy, I'm the only one with the plan for the average man who's going to be transparent and with the plan. And I've been on this plan for 17 years and 11 months, okay? And the whole objective is to be transparent and to show you my exact moves to be able to put my intelligence on display as well as to put my ignorance on display play so that you may be able to guide me if you have a better systematic structure than the one that I'm putting on display. Please contact us and feel free to contact us at Black Hole, W-H-O-L-E, radio, R-A-D-I-O, at gmail.com. Once again, this is a financial show. There's a bunch of issues and topics out there that are more important, but this is the one ailment that we're trying to fix within our community today and forever. This episode is all about the art of the middle-class betrayal. See, The Art of War was written by Sun, uh, Sun Tzu, I believe that's his name, S-U-N space T-Z-U, if I'm not pronouncing it correctly. See, Sun Tzu wanted to avoid war. Here on Messiah Lifestyle, we do not want to avoid war. Nah, we're not going to avoid nothing. We are going to confront every dumb financial every non-logical, every elementary and clear-to-see objective that will minimize damage and get basically decrease our resources. We want to we just hit that head on. We do not want to avoid that. We want to make it clear and make it notable so that people don't mimic um, bad decisions, okay? Once again, we're not going to avoid war. We are going to hit hit head on because mismanagement of funds has been a war that's been placed on us, and we're going to confront every financial decision, every non-logical, every elementary and clear-to-see objective that will minimize damage 
and we want to point out everything that could be wasting our resources. Again, today we are not going to discuss the art of war, but the art of middle-class betrayal. Uh, for my middle-class blue workers, for my city, state, government employees, for my teachers, for my police officers, for my UPS drivers, for my bus drivers, my transit workers, et cetera, uh, who made it out the gutter. Uh, you may not have had a two-parent home. You may not have um, had the proper setting. But however, you was able to find yourself in the middle class. You made it out of the projects. You made it out of the garbage can. You beat all odds. Who made it? Uh, what, what, what Jay Z say? Roaches and rats. You made it all out past the roaches and rats. You got married. You created a family. You did an amazing job. And then they did the ultimate turnover. The generation previous to me was brought up in the Puff Daddy era was brought up in the bling-bling era, coming right out of the civil rights era, and then they were middle class during the bling-bling era. They gave their power to the open enemy because of distractions, holidays, clothes, a bunch of things that didn't matter. So that's why I named this episode The Art of the Middle Class Betrayal, because we want to push past the middle class and we want to get to generational wealth, and we want to get past being middle-class rich and, and go to rich and then go to wealthy. That's the whole objective. The first two letters of wealthy is we, and that's what we wish to discuss today. Question number one, question number one, question number one. In my best young jock voice, remember him? Meet me in the band. It's going down. I don't even know the words. Well, Young Jock, I saw a snippet of him on um, on the Internet. Young Jock, young, young Jock said, how long? How long you think your money going to last? If every day you look good in the flyest outfit, he ain't say the flyest outfit. He basically said, how long you think that's going to last, spending $2,000 coming outside all the time, worrying about your fit, worrying about how, how fly you look? That's what Young Jock said. I'm going to say Captain Planet says, how long you think your money's going to last if nothing is uniform about your preparation of clothing, which is on the outside of your body, okay? So we already know which clothes serve zero value when you're paying for overpriced clothes, so to speak, okay? You, you can look basic. You can look clean cut in a, in a suit. It could be black with a shirt, with a tie, and, and you could have some clean cut uh, black shoes that are quote-unquote reasonable, that make you feel comfortable, that, that fits you to the T, so to speak, or that can be tailored to your size, you do not have to purchase the open enemy's overpriced clothing, okay? So what's the solution to that? Because I'm, we're all about solutions, and today we're going to give you nine solutions. We're going to present the problems, and then we're going to give you nine solutions after we do that. Um, and that's the name of the game, to be able to present the problems and then to be able to present the, the solutions to you. So solution number one, if well, the problem number one was young Jock was saying, how long do you think your money's going to last if every day you look good in the flyest outfit? The solution to that is solution number one, solution number one, solution number one in this episode is don't celebrate holidays or the clothing that you're going to wear during the holidays more than you sit down with your family and plan financially. Don't spend more time discussing the holidays than you spend time discussing the plan. Don't spend more time going to get an outfit for the holiday. Don't spend time going to get an outfit for your mother, brother, cousin, sister, aunt's birthday. Don't spend more time getting your hair done. I spoke to a young lady the other day. Uh, she was going to what we call the 9 to 5 BET Awards, a.k.a. I called it Rap City, the basement. She called it the BET Awards. Uh, An a, a influential member of our work society we had a birthday party, and she mentioned that she spent $200 on her hair, $100 on her nails, $100 on shoes, $100 on uh, makeup. I don't lost count already how many hundreds that is. Basically, that's $400. I told her, take that $400, stay home, and go invest that into some equity index fund. She didn't take that advice. She went out. That's $400 that she will never get back in the name of blowing out some candles, okay? 
that that was a poor investment. Okay, so let's get back to the um, young jock conversation. He was saying, "How long do you think your money's going to last every day if you look good in the flyest outfit?" And the solution to that is during holidays and birthday parties when we get uh, dressed up, we're going to minimize um, the amount of time that we're going to spend on that. And we're going to somehow, some way, shape, form, or fashion create a family uniform. That family uniform could consist of custom clothing, which are T-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, hoodies, polos, long sleeves. Uh, it could be a um, dress shirt, however way you see fit. And then you're going to create a family uniform. And that's going to avoid wearing the open enemy's uh, name on your chest, okay? Back to the young jock um, quote. He said, don't take the actual thing that could give you anything. He means money, meaning you could utilize the money for an asset or something that's productive. Uh, he called it the it factor. Back to exactly what he said. He said, don't take the actual thing that could give you anything meaning money, the it factor, and you give it to somebody else's family in exchange for goods that say I have money, that I have, I give it to the open enemy. So Captain Planet says, how smart is that? How smart is it? Meaning you can take the money and use it for something productive that could bring you more money, the it factor, as he calls it, and you give it to somebody else's family in exchange for goods that says, hey, look at me, I have money that I give it to the open enemy. So, you, so you're happy and you're showing a reward of giving the money to another family as something that's quote-unquote cool. Captain Planet says, how smart is that? That's not that smart. That, 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 that's really, really not that smart. So back to Young Jock, the because we can't curse, the we wear is a receipt to say I spent the money because I'm wearing this. All right, I'm going to say that again. The we wear is a receipt to say I spent the money because I'm wearing this. So let, let me get this clear. So you out here wearing a receipt, you transferred your power, your time, your energy for a receipt? No, 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 we got this thing twisted. We got this thing twisted. And I like how he said it because I've been searching for a long time uh, of a, of a quote-unquote nice way to, to say it and not to scare people off, but I really, really like how he put it. He said you spent the money on a uh, – the, the money that you spent, you're wearing a receipt you transferred for your power, your time, and your energy for a receipt. And like I said, we got it twisted. Uh, when you do this, you have transferred the power to this brand. I try to explain this to my family every time um, for them not to make – to do. If, if you do this, you're not making a smart decision. You work hard for the money. Just to say we gave it away, that's really not that smart. See what I'm saying? It's really, really not that smart. I'm, I'm trying to slow it down and put a little pauses in there for it to, like, get into your brain. Okay, don't take the actual thing that could give you anything in this world, which is the asset that will give you uh, passive income. Young Jock calls the money the it factor. Like, you got it. You worked hard for it. You got it. Now you can use that to create some leverage, and you give it to somebody else's family in exchange for goods that say, I have the money that I have to give it to the open enemy. Okay? And then, and then he goes in to say, that we wear is a receipt to say I spent the money because I'm wearing this. So like I said, you out here wearing a receipt to show your transfer of power. Um, that is really, really not that smart, okay? Moving forward, how long do you think if we continue to do that, will that last? How, how long will that be productive for us? And that's why things like um, entertainment, um, music is almost dangerous when they portray this clothing and, and we, we nod in our head to this music. So, so almost, so to speak, we agreeing with this. We watching these images. We got to protect our eyes, our ears, our mind. 
definitely got to protect our mouth, what we put in our mouth, what we eat, and that's the topic for another day. But financially, we got to protect our pockets. Don't give your power away because of um, clothing. The next thing we, we, we do, which is uh, we get frustrated from working so hard. Um, somebody said a statistic in Arizona, the average person, it takes uh, 75 hours to be able to pay their rent and for them to be able to live. Um, that's 35 hours over 40. Basically, you working real, real hard, and um, you want to take a vacation. You want to take a vacation because in your mind, that feels like um, that's a relaxation. And you want to take a break, okay? You know, also, there's some other things that are slowing us down from being able to stay on top of our plan. Um, we, 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 we want to relax and relate, and we want to go play basketball. I've seen this for a number of years. I've been refereeing 23 years, meaning I'm benefiting off of going to a basketball game because some grown men wish to play a game. And if it's for outside of exercise purposes, some people utilize it for exercise purposes. Some people utilize it basically to kill time because that's the culture that they was brought up in. I'm just speaking directly to those people. Now, if you're utilizing it for exercise purpose, fine. Um, some people are um, playing basketball, you know, and they're too old to make it to the NBA. They out here 30 years old with swollen ankles still playing games like they was 15. Um, they're not playing for a scholarship. They're not to earn income. Um, they just out there having a good time. Those are the crucial hours in your life that you need to lock it down and increase your focus. But like I say, my name is Captain Planet. You can't live on a planet without, your pl- without a plan. If your plan is not so potent that the days that you do have off, you've got to be able to fall right back into that plan. And that's what you got to do. You can't be out here, you know, putting a brown ball inside the white net. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's my um, – what's her name, man? Her name just slipped my mind. The young, the young lady who uh, taught us all about the origin of sports pertaining to um, racism and everything. It will come to me later. Uh, because you want to go out and have a good time, okay? Now's not the time to be having a good time. We're in a recession. I say black people have been in a depression forever. Uh, because because maybe some people say, oh, I want to go to Vegas. What's the name of Vegas? You want to go to Sin City, so you want to do something bad to try to be able to do something good. You can't do that because you want to go play golf. Oh, here's another thing uh, for my older men who become retired and they can't play the sports anymore, but they find pleasure in golf, not realizing that the sport of golf is taking away time for you to be sitting at the top of the ownership of your family and dictating everything and utilizing that time to properly utilize your mind and manage your family, okay? You're spending more time playing golf, okay, than, than, than coming up with a family plan, all right? You're supposed to be, this is what I'm saying, this is the art of betrayal for the middle-class man. The art of betrayal for the middle-class man uh, who played sports, who, got a, who had a job, city, state, and government job, who's now retired, they spending more time playing golf then they sit in there coming up with a family plan financially. You out here putting the white ball in the black hole of Mother Green Earth. Come on, man. F out of here, man. What are you doing? We need you, okay? The art of betrayal. Because you intentionally keep the family separate financially. Why do I say that? Because you may be married and you have, you have a separate account from your lady. Uh, you may be married, but you don't have an ca- account with all of your kids together. You may be had the family, and you didn't tell all of the kids to have one account for them to do something productive. So it's just like the phrase, when you don't teach them how to swim, you're teaching them how to drown. Uh, when you don't teach them to have uh, an account altogether, you're intentionally keeping the family separate financially. Uh, you never came up with a financial plan. How about that? Uh, but you out here blowing out candles with the family at uh, birthdays, so forth and so on at co-workers' both birthdays and retirees' birthdays, and you're going to spend all of this time and the money to go there, but you're not spending no time to create a financial plan, okay? You may, be a, you may drink alcohol. You may go to the bar to watch the game, okay? And you may get a drink. Now you've got to worry about catching the DWI on the way home, okay? That doesn't even make sense. I'm so thankful to God that I don't drink alcohol. I'm so thankful to God that that's not um, a demon that um, – I have to be concerned with. Um, however, if that is one of the demons that you have to be concerned with, you got to put that up on the wall. 
and and think about the amount of liquor that you drink instead of the fact that you never invested in a liquor company economically, that you could be an owner of these companies. And I'm not saying that's a good option. I'm just giving you a, a vision of ownership versus just being a customer. Uh, you know, the art of betrayal, the art of betrayal for the middle class man. Because you spent more time on the outside of your head than the inside of your head. Let's break that down. Last Friday, you got paid. You spent 15 minutes to go to the barbershop, half an hour in a chair, 15 minutes to go home. You spent the hour on the outside of your head, but you ain't spent an hour on the inside of your head coming up with a plan. Once again, the name of this show is called Messiah Lifestyle, and life is what God gives you and style is how you live it. My name is Captain Planet. You can't live on a planet without a plan, and I'm trying to put that in your brain. Tom, listen, you could have been anywhere. I'm so appreciative of Brother Forrest who's given me this opportunity. And what I'm trying to do is give you a little bit of uh, a screenshot mentally as you're listening to my voice. You're, you're, you're making the uh, the pictures of everything I'm saying. You're painting the picture in your brain. And then at the end, I'm going to give you the greatest show and tell of transparency from a nine to five and tell you exactly what I did. But these are the things that can um, hurt you as a middle-class man that's going to hurt the next generation if you're doing these things. The art of betrayal for the middle class because you wanted to put carpets on your eyes, ladies. You wanted to look like Snuffleupagus, whether you think that's cool or not. It's just the thought process and the time you took to put that on your eyes to alter your beauty, okay? Because you are the black woman validates the black man to be God. You are the most beautiful thing on this earth. And I don't even know why you would do that. I never said, look at them lashes. Oh, my gosh, them lashes look amazing. But then you went and did it on your own. Because you want to buy a, a bicycle and or a motorcycle. And you say, that's what I want to do. Uh, we, 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 we don't make individual decisions around here. That's the art of betrayal. Once you start making individual decisions as a middle-class uh, man, uh, and you're a middle-class, nine-to-five, uh, blue-collar worker, whatever you want to call it, and you start making individual ideas, you're betraying the rest of the family. I don't know if you knew that. Instead of a family decision. You, fi- you figure, deal me? I don't make no decisions economically unless they're family decisions. Okay. Solution number two. Solution number two. Solution number two is family business or no business at all. I ain't said that aggressive enough. Hold on. Solution number two, solution number two, solution number two. Family business or no business at all. Stop making individual decisions, okay? You're hurting us. If that's the art of betrayal for the middle-class man, you're hurting us. Uh, because, you you know, let's say if you're a young lady, again, going out to this party, you're spending time painting your face more than you spend time painting a portfolio for shares. Instead, uh, you wanted shoes to go to the party. You got more shoes than shares to go to the party. And because if you're upset right now, by the way, uh, if the shoe fits, since we're talking about shoes, look down if the shoe fits uh, because you didn't want to pay attention and you didn't think about spending the equal amount of time, the shoe fits wherever. That's, you know, that's where I'm going with it, basically. You know, I'm just trying to utilize that because I was talking about shoes and shares. Um, the name of the game is you have to pay attention to everything. You got to pay attention to yourself more than anything else. If you was able to think about the rental game and you own the property and you were collecting rent, you have to pay attention to how, what part of that rent that you utilize for profit as well as what part of that rent you utilize for bills as as well as what part of that rent you utilize to pay extra towards the mortgage to limit the amount of interest that they were charging you in because of the amount of amortization they was charging you. Because if you don't know the exact amount, um, because you didn't want to pay more attention to that than yourself or anything else, okay? These are all things that, that are part of the art of betrayal of the middle class. Uh, because if you don't know the distance between where you are and where you want to be, you're hurting your generation as well as you're hurting the next generation, okay? Because if you listen to episodes one through eight already, and you still don't know your average profit margin above your bills, I'm going to give you the solution again. Solution number three, solution number three, solution number three. What's the solution to? Not knowing your average profit margin above your bills. It's a simple equation. Okay, I'm going to slow it down because, um, by the way, when I say solutions, that, that those are, you should be writing that down. Okay, you should be writing these solutions down. Are we ready? 
pen and paper. Okay. Solution number three, which is a simple equation. Total cash, that means total amount of money that you have in all of your bank accounts, plus the total share amount and value. So you may have shares in a brokerage account, whatever that total value is currently, dollar amount-wise in the market. Then you may have a 401K, a 403B, a 457, a TDA account, okay? You may have one of those, an IRA. You add all of that up, your total cash, your total brokerage account, and whatever account applies to you pertaining to 401K, IRA, you add all of that up. You come up with a total number. You come up with a total number. And then you take that total number and you divide it by how many paychecks you have received already. That equals your average profit margin above your bills. That number is so important. Now let me just break that down to you. LeBron James, he's in the playoffs. Let's just say, for example, he has 300 points. He played 10 playoff games. 300 divided by. Can't figure that out. We need to figure out our average profit margin above our bills economically because, in essence, that is our point system. Okay, that is how many points you're putting up for this family, and then you're going to protect your points and maintain that so that you guys can form like Voltron and be able to move forward. Because this is the way now you know what you have to do to continue to invest to protect what you have built up already. Okay, the art of betrayal, the art of betrayal of the middle class man or woman, the art of betrayal, because you watch NBA games more than you watch the stock market. Now, I don't care who you are, if you're a basketball fan and you watched an entire basketball game, that's one and a half hours, let's just say two hours, and you didn't spend two hours watching the stock market, you're participating in the art of betrayal of the middle class. Because you watch NFL games more than you watch real estate in your neighborhood. Once again, if you watch a game on Sunday, you watch the Super Bowl, you watch whatever, but you didn't sit down and compare your home or the home you wish to purchase if you don't have one as of yet, or pay attention to the trends in the area that you wish to be, you are participating in the art of betrayal for the middle class because you have more conversations about powerless things than you did about money because money is your power like young jock said that you could do anything you want with it but it's up to you for you to be able to utilize it to be able to bring back more money or to be able to create more leverage or to be able to create more passive income or to be able to create more progression for your family name. But you're going to choose to utilize the money as a receipt to say, hey, look at me, nan and nan to those who can't afford it, but then you just set yourself back by showing off a receipt and gave the money to another family. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, I think I'm getting through. I think I'm getting through to you. I think I think I'm vibing right now. I think I'm flowing. I think I'm getting to you know getting to to your brain. Okay, you have participated in the art of art of uh, betrayal in the middle class because you are 35 and you still don't know or above, and you still don't know what to do with an extra thousand dollars. Now let me break this down. It's not your fault. They miseducated you, Lauren Hill staff on purpose okay it is not your fault this is why i'm here they programmed you this way okay so i'm just breaking down all of these things to bring it up so at the end i can educate you and give you the exact execution of what i did to prevent all of these things that i'm talking about now okay or you get your income tax your income tax check and you still don't know how to invest it and you're 35 and above Again, it's not your fault. This is why I'm here. What's the solution? Solution number four. Solution number four. Solution number four. You should be writing this down. Solution number four is if you get an extra $1,000, meaning above your bills, you need to put it in your brokerage account. 
what what I what stock should I buy? The symbol for the equity index fund, which is the S and P five hundred, which is also known as large cap, is VOO for Vanguard, which is five hundred and five of the largest stocks in the world, and you can do this by purchasing it in your brokerage account, as I just said. Now, I don't have a brokerage account, Captain Planet. Well, you need to get one because it's free. I hope that I hope that I hope that hit home. You need to get because it's free. It's free. Yes, it's free. Get one. Okay? Okay. Cool. Let's go on to the next thing. You may have a 401 account. You may have a 403B account. You may have a 457 account. You may have a military account. You may have a TDA account. It's normally called, within there, it's normally called equity index fund. But guess what? If the S&P 500 is not called equity index fund within your 401k, then you need to call them up, ask them, hey, what option mimics the S&P 500? And I'm sure customer service will gladly tell you. Gladly tell you. Okay. You are participating in the art of betrayal because you pay more for a quote-unquote luxury car than you spent on your smartest child's higher education. Add up your whole life. Add up your whole life for your children and then add up the amount you spent on their higher education because you felt after they graduated that it's on them now and that they got to do what they got to do and it's time for you to buy a luxury car. That don't make no Key words of this, if I was to put my words on trial, Your Honor, I'm sure you heard when I said uh, because you spent more for a quote-unquote luxury car than you spent on your smartest child's higher education. We ain't talking about the one who ain't put in the work. We ain't talking about the one who wasn't that smart. We talk about the one who did your work while you was at work, who was helping you with your stuff while you was doing your thing. How much money did you give to them? That's who we talking about. We're not talking – we talk about the one who was bilingual – who, who who was doing anything in the science fair, who was doing anything in the writing department, who was doing anything in the reading department. We talk about that one. We ain't talking about the badass one. We ain't talking about the kid who was bad. We ain't talking about that one. We talk about the one who had the highest level of education, okay? But you chose, when it was all said and done, you wanted to get a luxury car that loses value. Real smart. That's part of the art of betrayal of the middle class. By the way, the definition of luxury here at Messiah Lifestyle, where life is what God gives you, style is how you live it, is the definition of luxury, the definition of luxury, the definition of luxury. Sometimes you got to change the words. It's spending time with family and friends you wish to be around building something. Okay? Building something. You are participating in the art of betrayal for the middle class if you are homeless, meaning left a home and you are still going on vacation. You're homeless and you're still going out partying. Maybe over here in the beaches it's 90% dirty water. Okay? So you decide you're going to go somewhere where it's 10% dirty water, not realizing that piss water is still piss water wherever you go. That's what people do in public pools. They pee in the pool. So you going all the way overseas or wherever you going to get 10% piss water instead of 90% piss water. Meanwhile, back on this land, you don't own the dirt over there with the 10% is what it is. You don't own the dirt here, and you're still homeless, which is le- uh, lesser home. And homelessness is homelessness wherever you go, okay? So this is what I'm saying. We got to lock it down. Um, you know, I watch sports as well, like any other fan. But while I'm watching it, not to justify it, I'm also putting the same amount of time into my plan. But when I'm watching Kobe back in the day, I'm looking at how focused this dude is. He don't want to do nothing else but do this right here. So I'm saying I need to increase my focus, and I don't need to do nothing else but ownership, but increase my passive income and increase my education that will change my situation and be able to gain more information. Okay? So the answer is, the answer is, the answer is, the solution, number five, the solution. The solution 
two, not owning a home is the NACA program. That's NACA housing program, okay? You need to go look that up. Now, let me break this down real quick. I wasn't a benefit of the NACA program. However, I put plenty of people on. They have benefited because I, I already purchased a home by the time I knew it, unfortunately. Okay, let's break this down. Allows you to have no down payment, no PMI, which stands for private mortgage insurance, no closing costs. Do I have to go? Do I have to go any further? Now, if you don't own a home, and I see you, and I give you a high five, and I say what up, and I know you listened to this episode, I texted to you or whatever, and you did not go through the NACA program and fill out the breakdown. Um, guess what? You're choosing this. You're choosing not to listen to the quality information that I'm giving you that'll change the situation. Okay? The art of betrayal for the middle class. You are participating in the art of betrayal because of all of the above that I've said. And you don't realize you're betraying the next generation behind you. That's the definition of the art of betrayal. The art of betrayal is when you participate in gossip all day on the phone with powerless people not trying to figure out a way out. You just call one person for the – you just people who got who giving you, who just keep giving you their problems. You the garbage can. You the dump bucket for all the problems. Everybody call you to tell you their problems. You consume that thinking that you can get rid of all of that. You can't get that out of your soul. The garbage can is still going to sink. Don't matter how many times you scrub it. It's still going to sink. Okay? You are participating in the art of betrayal in the middle class because you're on Instagram all day. You're frying your eyes. It's called dopamine. Okay? You're on TikTok all day. You're on the Book of Faces, a.k.a. Facebook, all day. You are participating in the art of betrayal. It is all about how you got to reverse that curse. So how you going to reverse the curse? How you going to succeed even though you never seen it and you was betrayed by it, even though your mentors never showed you their paycheck? Check it out. This is what you do. Solution number six. Solution number six. Solution number six. You need to write this down. You need, every time you get your paycheck, act like it's a crime scene. Act like you're looking for every little clue. Clue number one that you need to pay attention to. Drop a bomb for clue. No pun intended. Clue number one is, it's obvious they're taking taxes from you. The open enemy took from you in taxes. You need to calculate it biweekly as well. You need to calculate it for the year. After you have that number, the solution is to keep track of what they take from you in taxes, and that is the goal amount you have to attempt to get back with passive income, whether you're getting that passive income from collecting rent, whether you're getting that passive income from the stock market, whether you're getting that passive income from a business. This is how you beat the betrayal or the art of betrayal for the middle class prior to you that never showed you they checked, that never kept track of what the taxes was taken from you. Even though they never showed you their tax return, okay, the art of betrayal never showed you that, the middle class. Even when they don't show you that, you got to put everything on trial. So you, you're a homeowner. Cool. Got to get some passive income collecting rent. I don't care if you rent out your backyard. You got to get something off of that because of amortization. Okay, even when the art of betrayal was part of your life and no one ever showed you the mortgage statement, now you got to critique everything on that mortgage statement. When they don't show you the mortgage statement, let me give you the solution. Solution number seven. Solution number seven. Solution number seven. Download Z, the letter E, the letter Z, base, the word calculate tours. As an app, you need to download it on your phone immediately. I'm going to give you some time to download that. E-Z space calculators with the S as an app. I'm going to do my um, Umar Johnson. He says everything three times. E-Z space calculators as an app. The icon looks like a blue calculator. With gold chips, you download it. At the top, 
you're going to click on loan calculator. Okay, then you're going to type the price of the home that you purchased. Okay? Let's use an example of 500000 Let's use an example of um, 6% interest. You're going to type in a 6% interest. Then it's an area that says loan term. You're going to type in 30 years. Calculate. It says your monthly payment is $2,997.75. The total payment that you're going to pay for this home is $1,079,190. Total interest, they're saying, is $579,190. Then you're going to click on amortization. Oh, my gosh. Amortization says that out of that $2,997.75, your interest is $2,500, $100, okay? So third grade math says what? Is over of equals X over 100 to figure out the percentage. So is over of, so 2,500 is, meaning that's on top of the fraction, of 2,997 then you multiply 2,500, you cross-multiply times 100, it's 250,000. You cross-multiply the 2,997, which gives you 2,997x. Then you divide 250,000 divided by 2,997 is 75%. Cents equals 83%. That is your real payment. I'm giving you real live things, man. I'm telling you, this is bang for your buck. By the way, at the end of the year, if you email Black Hole Radio right now, B-L-A-C-K-W-H-O-L-E, radio, R-A-D-I-O, at gmail.com, and say, Captain Planet, I want that book. You'll get the book for $9. Every week that goes by, we're going up a dollar. At the end of the year, I'll have the book in the workbook for $26. But, however, if you email currently now, that's your receipt that you'll be able to get it for $9. I'm going to stop doing this show. I'm going to complete the book, put the book out, and then we'll resume there. Okay? Solution number six. Solution number six. That was the taxes. We on solution number. Told you how to utilize it. It's the blue calculator with the icon with the gold chips. You're going to click on the loan calculator, then type in the price of your home. I just did 500000 as an example. But you can use the price of your home. Then you can use the price of your interest rate, okay? Then the term, meaning 30 years, then click, or if you did 20 years, or if you did 15 years, whatever applies to you. Then after that, you're going to click calculate. Then after that, you're going to click amortization. You're going to do the equation I just spoke about, is over of equals X over uh, 100. You're going to cross multiply. You're going to figure out the percentages. Okay, that's, I learned that in third grade. Somebody else might have learned it in sixth grade. Somebody else might have learned it in ninth grade. But you learned out averages. That's how you was able to figure out your grade point average. That's how when you was on the court, you was able to figure out your average playing ball. Okay, is over of. I need you to be able to master that and do that on your own. What is the interest rate that you're paying out of the monthly mortgage amount? Meaning, what is the percentage? Take the interest amount, multiply it times 100. The interest amount, meaning what you're paying out of interest out of that. You divide it by the monthly payment. That will equal the true interest rate that you are paying. Don't say I'm saying it too fast because I said it slow earlier. Now, what lies ahead is normally the answer is 13 times the amount of what they told you the open enemy your interest rate was. Okay? This is how you beat the betrayal, the art of betrayal for the middle class even though they never showed you their portfolio. Oh, my gosh. This is how you beat the portrayal of the art of the middle class, the art of betrayal. You have to stick to the basics. The art of betrayal is all about when you don't know what to do, place all of your decisions on a number line. Are we moving forward or are we moving backwards on a number line with this decision? Seven minus five is negative two. 
Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do dumb shit. Debt is dumb for real. If you buy, if you utilize debt and you don't pay it off, you're paying more for something that doesn't have any more value. All right, so let's break this down. A lot of people pay their bills. They know their bills, their reoccurring bills, car insurance, um, rent, mortgage, light bill, copy. Sometimes some things happen in between a two-week period that you didn't expect. You need to first pay that pay pay that off, but you got to keep track. Between what did you pay that was outside of your regular usage bills, you got to pay that money first. So this way you don't incur interest on something that's not bringing you any value back. Because when you go spend a good time, the party's over. It got to stop at some time. But if you just keep paying your regular bills, but you're not paying the usage outside of your regular bills, you're gonna increase. You're gonna incur credit card debt and interest on stuff that didn't even serve you well. You have to use money as a tool, not to be a fool. Why are you grinding to get paid? then you don't grow and invest your money. That doesn't make any sense. We have to build banks, schools, supermarkets, hospitals. How in the world are we going to do that if we don't build family businesses? How are we going to do that if everybody in the household don't have one account that we say in forward March, everybody going to do $5 for this year, $5 a week. Then next year we're going to do $10. Then next year we're going to do $20. Then next year 50 Then next year 100 Now we're going to start looking to invest these things. Okay. You got to put more effort into growing your money than you do in making the money. You must be focused on income generation as well as income preservation. The most important decision you're going to make in your life is how much your money, how much of your money you're going to have make money, a.k.a. work instead of you work for it. A.K.A. work smarter, not harder. If your appearance is the largest asset, you're always going to do some whole Chasing beauty, chasing the ability to feel good by looking good, chasing the feeling of a luxury car. Doing this is like rolling dice in the back of a pickup truck. That is the dumbest. You can do. Trust me, family, I've done it. <laughs> I, I, I can tell you firsthand. When you chase beauty, go roll CeeLo in the back of a pickup truck uh, while, while it's moving. Go roll dice in the back of it while it's moving uphill or downhill. It doesn't even matter. If it ain't about the money, it must be about the pain. The open enemy is whooping on us. So you got to get a reward from the pain or a reward from the power, or a reward from the money. Don't get the money, as Young Jot said earlier, the it factor, and give it right back to them. You can fix your financial problems, or you can manage them. Which one you want to do? It's up to you. Which one are you going to do? Solution number eight. Solution number eight. Solution number eight. You should be writing this down. Your investment. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one right there, boy. That 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 thing good. Yeah, that thing good. Yeah, that's a Captain Planet special right there. Your investments must be connected to your excellence. That's not your problem right there. Your invest I mean, I'm sorry, that is your problem right there. That's your problem. Your investments are not connected to your excellence. So what's the solution? All you have to do is reverse it. The next time you think about your excellence, it must be connected to your investment. Now, maybe you will see the importance of your investment. That's it. Put it on the wall. Read it. Brush your teeth. Put it where the mirror is. Your investment be connected to your excellence. So that means you ain't got no black excellence if you ain't got no black investments. You know what I'm This thing bigger than me, no problem. You know what I mean? I just want to let everybody know I appreciate you guys so much, man. I go on rants from every now and then, um, but it's really just for the entertainment value, just to spice it up, to try to uh, get your attention. Um, I'm really just so humbled that I have this opportunity. I'm so thankful that Brother Forrest allowed me to do this. I hope I'm doing a good job. 
I'm hope I'm serving you, just making you aware. Um, today's topic was the art of betrayal, and I don't want you to betray your next generation because you've made it out the garbage can. You get a standing ovation. I'm so proud of you for having these uh, city, state, government jobs. I'm so proud of you for having these middle class wages, and I'm so proud of you, proud of you for creating families and keeping the families together. But now we got to keep the money together within the family to move forward. Um, you could have been anywhere else to hear whatever you wanted to hear. You chose the time to to listen. Um, you could have listened to other people's lives, other people's opinions, but you came here today to hear the truth. And I'm so thankful that you spent time with me with the truth. Um, welcome to the greatest show on earth. This is the greatest show of show and tell of the truth. Um, AI is a big topic right now, uh, artificial intelligence, but I think we just need to stay focused on accumulative interest. That's the AI that the black man needs to be focused on, accumulative interest. And it only comes to those who wait, you know. You got to uh, purchase quality companies, and you could purchase the S&P 500. That was one of the suggestions I gave you today. And then all you have to do is wait on the cumulative interest over time, and you will be rewarded. Um, you have to design your financial life. You have to design your financial retirement. Um, I'm trying to show you how to treat your money, not beat your money. Money is not meant to be spent. It's meant to be invested. LL Cool J said, a smart rabbit has more than one hole. Captain Planet says, you know, I like to say you have to have more than one passive income. LL Cool J said, uh, treat me like you want to see me again. The same goes for your money. You got to treat your paper like it's going to make you some more paper, like you're going to see it again, like it's going to come back to you via your investments. Okay? Uh, I was watching American Gangster the other day. Denzel said, 15 years, eight months, nine days, a.k.a. Frank Lucas said he spent with Bumpy Johnson. Well, I sat there. I said, ooh, that's good. That's good. Well, well, on my 15th year, eight months, and two weeks, um, which is 407 biweekly periods, I had 600 grand, uh, and you divide that by 407, that equals my average profit margin above my bills was $1,474 in the stock market. That is how you have to hear dates of entertainment and use it in real life and make the correlation. You know, Denzel was talking to his cousin. And, um, I'm sorry, Denzel's cousin said, uh, he said, this very, 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 very nice suit. <laughs> Denzel said, look, this, this very, very, very nice suit looks like a clown suit. You out here looking like a clown, okay? Keep wearing their names on your back. You know, Captain Planet says, stop looking like a clown and attempt to fix your financial self-esteem, okay? Denzel, when he first met his wife, he told her, when you own something, you can call it whatever you want. I said, ooh, that was good. Your head is not the same as quitting. Okay, so you just—you already know the dumb things that you're doing financially. Quit it, all right. Cut it out. Who you mimic is is who you become. So I ask you, why be like them when you could be like the Messiah? Uh, how would I have the Messiah invested? I'm trying to give you the benefit of my experience. What's your financial protocol, man? You gotta have a protocol, man. You gotta have a breakdown. You gotta be able to testify, uh, not test a lie of what you did with your finance. I said testify. Okay, whether you want to testify to God, testify to your next generation, testify to your family, you got to break it down to them. Um, if you don't have one, you're just going to be a victim. I mean, if you don't have a protocol, you're going to be a victim to those who do have one. Solution number nine, solution number nine, solution number nine. Y'all ready? Say it with me. I need everybody to say it with me. Repeat after me. Okay, you might have heard this before. A proper, a proper folio. Portfolio prevents prevents poverty poverty permanently. Okay, now let's get to the execution. That was the breakdown for the week. Um, that was the uh, nine solutions you could do for episode nine. Well, let's talk personally. What I did, I did ninety three hours of overtime. You know that multiply that times ten. That's our equation. Again, you take the hours that you did overtime or the hours you did on your second job, you multiply that times 10, you put that extra towards the mortgage. That's, that's our system here at Messiah Lifestyle, okay? Somebody told me I need to go on vacation. This is my eighth biweekly period of putting in on the 173 of vacation. So I put the 173 extra to the mortgage as well. My younger brother, he's trying to buy a home in Puerto Rico. Um, I'm assisting him. We're giving him some money to a down payment. I've already given him about $637 towards that. 
um, this particular bi-weekly, but another $82 towards the mortgage. And the reason why I'm doing it towards the mortgage and not giving it in his hand, because if he was intelligent enough already or he was uh, had the discipline already to save the money, he wouldn't need any assistance. So that's why you have to withhold it sometimes from family. But in the process of withholding it, you have to still put that money in the right place for it to be still making money for you. So I'm utilizing it to pay extra down on the mortgage and before I give him the money, okay? So if you take $930 plus 173 plus 82, that equals $1,185. I put extra to the mortgage, okay? Also, so I have some friends and uh, a couple coworkers. They want to get an Airbnb. I told them let's save um, 7000 for the year. Each, 7000 for the year each, divided by 26, because we get 26 biweekly periods, that equals $269. So I stacked the $269 cash into an account. That brings me a total as forward March progress so far of $1,454, okay? And then I purchased um, $412 worth of equity index fund which is the S&P 500, which is 505 of the largest stocks in the world, which is 80% of the money in the world, which at a minimum of companies um, have to make $10 billion to be on that platform. Now, equity index fund, S&P 500, and large cap all basically mean the same thing. Um, Apple is the number one company in the world, one of the top holdings. Microsoft, I believe, is like number four in the world. Both Googles, um, Tesla, uh, Facebook, um, you know, these are some of the top companies within the S&P 500 that are carrying the weight of that. So total, I put 930. Remember, where the 930 came from, 93 hours of overtime times 10, 930 extra to the mortgage. $173, that's the vacation money extra to the mortgage. $82, that's for my brother for his crib in Puerto Rico, extra to the mortgage. That totaled me at $1,185 extra to the mortgage, plus $269. That's for the Airbnb that I'm going to get with my friends. That brings me up to $1,454. Then I invested $412 into the S&P 500. So total for this biweekly period is $1,866, okay? Now... Let's go to what my average profit margin is above my bills. Um, I've been keeping track for the last 467 biweekly periods. Total between the money at my job, savings at my job, and brokerage account money for my job comes up to $793,504. You divide that by 467, that equals $1,699. So my average profit margin above my bills is $1,699. That is key because, as I just pointed out to you, forward March money, I did $1,866. So I'm above that, and that's what you always want to do. You want to be above your average profit margin above your bills. Okay, we get 26 checks for the year. However, we received 10 biweekly periods already. We got 16 checks left. Ask yourself, did you know that about yourself? Okay. Um, the equity, the S and P five hundred went down slightly from last biweekly period. It was forty one twenty four. Last biweekly period, it was forty one sixty nine. Okay, the Dow Jones went down slightly as well. It's thirty three thousand three hundred before it was thirty four thousand and ninety eight. The Nasdaq um, was twelve thousand two hundred eighty four. Now it's twelve. Uh, last check, it was twelve thousand two hundred twenty six. So the market went down slightly, so we're not really concerned about that in the last two weeks. Currently at 1,316 shares of equity index fund. That's what I currently own. The share, the price per share is $559. Let's look at what it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, it was $564. So we basically lost um, $5 a share. Um you know, not a big deal because we're purchasing shares for cheap, and that's the name of the game. The market is still down. Um, I'm still down in my personal account pertaining to this. I'm down 9% and 0.96 in one account, and I'm down 9.89 in another account. Okay? So that's basically how you have to know everything about yourself. you got to know more about yourself than anything else. Um and I'm negative down about $73,000, but I'm not concerned because everything that I'm purchasing, I'm purchasing on sale, and when the market comes back, boom, 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 
guess who stepped in the room to Cal? Real quick, 19, uh, 2016, I only had $272,000 total. You know, fast forward, I got 793000 Um, So that's about $519,000. See what I'm saying? This, this thing is bigger than Nino Brown, and that was in the last seven years. Um, I appreciate your ears. I appreciate everything. Brother Forrest, Brother Forrest, are you out there in the ether? Brother Forrest, you want Brother Forrest is definitely the man. I'm so appreciative. Um, that's my time. I did I did my best that I could do. I gave you my exact breakdown. And uh there it is. Brother Forrest, the proper uh, proper portfolio presents five Take us on that boss. All right. <clears throat> Good night, my brother. Excellent job. See you two weeks from now. Yes, sir.